Welcome to the Full Out Podcast, where you'll get tools, tips, and inspiration to start living your most passionate, expansive, and abundant life. I'm your host, Samantha Jo Harvey, professional dancer and group fitness trainer turned lifestyle entrepreneur, speaker, and women's empowerment coach. It is my mission to help women live their lives full out. No more surviving your days, playing small, or marking your way through life. It's time to let go of your blocks, step into your power, and own that you are worthy of having everything you want in your life, business, and relationships. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello and good morning, or good afternoon, or good night, or good evening. Uh, Welcome back to the Full Out Podcast. I am Sam, and I'm so happy you're here. If this is your first episode, welcome. I promise I'm only half crazy. And if you are listening again for your second or 30th or 50th time, what up, queen? I am so grateful that you are here. Today's episode is very near and dear to my heart. It's a personal one. And so I hope you are ready for me to overshare because sometimes I feel as though I overshare in this podcast. I am currently in my brand new Manhattan Beach apartment and I am so excited. I will tell you right now that this is the first podcast I am recording in the new space. So sound um, hopefully will be okay. Hopefully it's not going to be too crazy with background noise. I don't have an AC unit here because I am just a couple blocks from the beach, which means my windows have to be open. And, uh, you know, the background noise, we'll see. Fingers crossed, here it goes. Uh, We also have Murph running around here. So uh, wish me luck. Bear with me. So let's talk about this giant move. And if you haven't been listening, uh, definitely go back and listen to a couple other podcast episodes. I talk about uh, leaving a divorce. I talk about body dysmorphia. I talk about my journey in stepping up and stepping out. And I feel as though this is really the next step, the next layer. I went through a breakup uh, about four-ish months ago and, you know, my life was rocked. I, just like everyone else, was experiencing this pandemic and feeling like, holy crap, my world has turned upside down. I moved across the country with that boyfriend only to be broken up with just a few weeks into that move. Uh, My best friend was diagnosed with breast cancer and had a mastectomy in the height of COVID where she had to go into the hospital by herself for the entire surgery and recovery. And that was a whole um, emotional experience for me as the best friend and supporting my best friend through that. There have been other really intense things in my business. There have been things with other really close girlfriends and having loved ones pass. Um, It has just been, it has been a lot. It has been a lot. And I could use that as my excuse to stay small. I could use it as my excuse to stay a hermit in my apartment. I could use that as an excuse to not build my business. I could use that as an excuse to not show up for my clients. I could use it as an excuse to to stay where I was and to stay in uh, the level of my life that I had reached financially, emotionally, spiritually all the way. But I am not like that, you guys. And one of my biggest pet peeves is coaches that talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk. Like that is a major issue for me. And so you know, if you've been listening, that I am all for walking the walk. I believe that it is my job, just as it is your job, to show up 
with honesty, with vulnerability, with, with your truth as your authentic self, because that is what gives permission to your daughters, to your friends, to your coworkers and the other women in your life to step into their truth as well. So that was like a whole side tangent, but let's bring it back, Sam, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. Want to talk about how to, how to bet on yourself, how to walk the walk, how to really show up and live in integrity. And for me, it all has to do with this apartment. So that's a little backstory if you haven't been listening. So post uh, breakup, I found myself again in this tiny little apartment. Now this apartment was the apartment I moved into after my divorce a handful of years ago. It was my first single lady apartment. I had never lived by myself actually in New York. I always lived with roommates and then I moved in with my ex-husband and we lived together for however many years. And so this was the first time in my adult life, in my life ever, that I had moved alone. And while it was very scary, that time was actually very challenging for me, I knew it was amazing. And I found this cute little apartment and it felt very safe. This is the word that I used to describe it. It was very safe. Uh, It was financially affordable. It was tiny and small, so I didn't have to outfit it with a ton of stuff. And it was in the same neighborhood or very close to the same neighborhood that I had lived in with my ex-husband. Now, I am originally from Baltimore. I lived in New York for a bunch of years. Most of my friends were out there. And so when we moved to California, I knew no one. I knew no one in California. And so I had created this community at the gym and the two gyms where I worked And so I wanted to stay on the east side in California because that's where my gyms were. That's where my community was. And I felt like with all the upheaval in my life, leaving a divorce and starting over, that I really needed something that felt solid, something that felt stable. So while I always wanted to move to the beach, I always wanted to be one of those California beach girls, I was really afraid to do that because it felt like too much change. So at that point in time, I'm like, I'm going to stay on the east side. I'm going to stay where my community is, and I'm, I'm just going to get this apartment. And it was great. It was the perfect decision for that time. Fast forward, I start dating. I get a new boyfriend. So you added a boyfriend who then eventually moves into that apartment, which is definitely tight for us. It was a tiny one bedroom. It was like my girl haven. And then when you add in a giant man, and then you add in a dog, and you add in life, like the apartment felt stuffy. It just felt too small. And it was something I complained about for a long time. Like a year ago, I was complaining about that apartment. There were other things that I didn't love about it. It didn't have a dishwasher. Uh, It was very tight and close to neighbors. So you could literally hear the neighbors talking on the phone outside and you could hear their music when they would play it. You could hear, you know, all sorts of things. And that drove me a little crazy. And, you know, there were just a couple other things that I didn't love. It had a tiny, tiny wall unit air conditioner. And so it never got cool in the bedroom. And it was just, it was fine. I just used the word, it was fine. It was fine for what it was, but I knew deep down that I was outgrowing it. So fast forward, my ex-boyfriend breaks up with me. I come back to that apartment and I'm like, oh my God, I can't be in this apartment. Like, you know, the apartment felt like him. So I had a girlfriend come over and we, we moved out the rest of his stuff and I, I did a little zhuzhing to it. So I repainted some shelves and I moved the furniture around to make it feel fresh again. And that really did help. I burned all the 
Palo Santo and I did all the sound clearing with my, my singing bowls and I, I did the sage and I, I really tried to change the energy in there. And it was great at, you know, for a certain point in time. And then I just kept feeling like I got to get out of this apartment, but all my fear came back in. It's the pandemic. Do I know that I have consistent income coming in? Is it smart to upgrade during the pandemic? Is it smart to upgrade your space? What, like all of the reasons why I shouldn't do this started creeping in. Sam, it doesn't make sense. It's not safe to move to a, a bigger community or a place where you don't have community because you know, you're a single woman again and, and you don't have a lot of friends in LA and blah, 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 all the crazy ego. That ego man, she is a bee. She comes in and goes, these are all the reasons why you should stay small and stay in your current space. And this relates to your relationships. This relates to your finances, your job, your apartment, your fitness, your nutrition. That ego is going to come in and say, stay safe, stay small, don't take a risk, because really the ego is like based from that, that primal need to stay alive, that like we need to be part of community because back in the day when we were nomads, if we didn't have community, we we're going to be eaten by that saber tooth tiger. But y'all right now we have amazing things called technology and cars that can drive us from the West side to the East side. So I could be around my community if I need to. So that was my sneaky ego coming in, giving me all the reasons why I shouldn't do it. And that's really where I was for a couple months. Fast forward, I'm part of an incredible business spiritual mastermind, which I absolutely love. And we had a uh, like virtual summit where we did two full days of incredible mindset work and business work and, and all the things. And all my friends in the mastermind were having these big aha moments of like, oh, this is where I need to go with my business or this is how I'm going to up level my life. And I remember comparing myself to them and being like, well, shit. I haven't had any big downloads. Like, I don't know. I, I didn't really feel like I had that like lightning bolt moment. And sometimes we wait for that lightning to strike and it just didn't strike. And I was judging myself and comparing myself. And I said, Sam, just breathe. Like, why don't you go to the beach? Now, side story. I have been going to the beach about two to three times a week. You know, since I basically got broken up with, since I came back to California, it's my space to relax to, you know, revive. I just feel the salt water is so incredibly cleansing on so many different levels. Being in the sand feels good. Um, I just love the beach. So after the virtual summit, I had a gig the next day and then I was like, you know what? I just need to relax. I need to let everything settle. I'm going to the beach. So I'm going to the beach. I always drive to Manhattan beach. That's generally where I go. And I'm laying out on the beach and I go, oh my God, I need to move to the beach. It was my lightning strike moment. I don't even know where it came from, but out of nowhere, it was like this idea was implanted into my head, move to Manhattan beach, move to the beach. And I was like, oh my God, this is it. And the clarity came and here's what the clarity was. The clarity was post-divorce, I stayed in that apartment because it was right for that chapter. It was safe and I needed safety during that time. But then after this breakup, did I really need quote unquote safety in the same way? And the truth was absolutely not because I was a new woman. Who I was when I left my divorce versus who I am now is a very, very different person. And so I knew my intuition deep down knew that I was ready to expand, 
but I was letting my ego get in the way. And I was letting the idea of needing to be safe and connected to community keep me small. And so I had this clarity moment of, I need to move to the beach. I need to move to the beach. And I, I texted some of my mastermind girls and I was like, oh my God, this hit me. And I texted my girlfriend, Emily, and I was like, oh my gosh, this just hit me. And I texted my three best friends. Oh my gosh, this is it. And they're all like, well, of course, Sam. Yes. So number one, surround yourself by women who see your highest version of you because they're going to help you stay accountable to that highest version. Number two, listen to your nudges. Listen to the nudge, lean into the nudge. I've been having this nudge for at least six months, six to eight months. I remember telling my ex-boyfriend being like, we need to leave, we need to leave, we need to leave. I want to move to the beach. I want to move to the West side. And it just didn't make sense at the time. Thank God. Trust your timing. Trust your timing. Because if I had moved to the beach with him, this would have been really emotionally uh, confused and messy with my move to the beach and my ex-boyfriend. So trust in divine timing. This was the perfect timing for me to finally step up and step out as a single woman and really own that I was worthy of finding the place, of creating the space, of creating the abundance to be in this beautiful space for my life. And so I told my friends, and part of telling my friends is also to keep me accountable because I knew that my sneaky bee ego, that sneaky bitch... She was going to come back in and say, ooh, Sam, you sure? You sure? And let me tell you, she did. I woke up Saturday going, ooh, I don't know. I don't know. But I looked on Craigslist. I looked on Zillow. And I saw a couple apartments. I was like, eh, okay, eh, okay. I even called my, my good business partner, my friend, and I talked to her husband, who's the financial planner. I'm like, hey, what can I safely afford? And he gave me a number. And to be honest with you, I didn't love his number. I was like, I really think I could do a little bit more than that. And hey, TMI. And, you know, that's where in this field of personal development, we get to hear our practical side. We get to also really identify our ego, which is going to keep us a little bit smaller. And then on the flip side, we get to see our bigger vision for ourselves, And that's where that small risk is. Maybe it's a big risk, but I chose to have a small risk and say, you know what? I know that I'm worthy of stretching. And I say this to my clients a lot. I'm like, is this investment stretchy for you? And a stretchy investment is generally an incredible investment because stretchy to me means it's not gonna break the bank. It means that it's going to force you to expand beyond your current glass ceiling, the current idea for what you think your capacity is. It's gonna push it. And if you don't have anything in your life that's going to expand your capacity, expand your vision for who you can be, you're never going to grow. And so that's my job as a coach is to facilitate my clients expanding what they believe their ceiling is. That's what a trainer does. They expand your vision for what you think is possible for your body. And I do that for my clients as far as mindset. And so I knew that I needed to expand because when I vibrate at a higher level, meaning I, when I'm in an apartment that I love, I know that I call in more clients. I know that I call in more joy, more happiness. I know that that's going to call in 
a higher level, a higher caliber of partner for me when I'm ready for that. I know that it's just going to up-level my life in a million zillion amazing ways that I don't even know are out there for me. So Sunday morning, I wake up and I was kind of crispy. Like I was crispy. I woke up just being like, ugh, today is not my day. And I was cranky and crunchy and like, ugh, I was a full on fried chicken tender and it was not a good chicken tender. So I took Murph for a walk and I came back. I'm like, you know what, Sam, screw this. Get out of your bad mood. Just go look at a, go look at an apartment. Just go see, because you know that that's going to bring you joy. You know, that's going to like be exciting for you. So I looked back online and I saw that one apartment that I had seen the other day and I was like, ah, it looks all right. It says that it's like two blocks from the beach. So let me just go see what's available, what's possible. And since I'm out there, let me just set up one other place. So I decided to look at an apartment. I decided to look at a house that was, you know, two miles from the beach. And y'all, both of them, yep, they could see me. One was at two o'clock, one was at three o'clock. I drove out, I show up and I'm like, OMG, this neighborhood is amazing to this first apartment. And I go and I meet John, the uh, building manager. He's like, hey, let's go. So he takes me up the stairs and it's apartment number 13. And immediately I'm like, oh my God, this is it. Like, I don't know what it was. I've always loved the number 13. Some people are superstitious and hate it. I was like, this is a good magic number. And I walk in and this space is so much bigger and brighter than the pictures that they took. It had a dishwasher you guys, my hands have been the dishwasher for the last three years. And <laughs> there was a dishwasher in this place. And I go to the kitchen and I can see ocean and I can see land and I can see the skyline. And I go to the bedroom and it's full of mirrors and it's bright and there's a nice tub and windows. And I just, I just knew this was my apartment. The first apartment I walked into. Now, of course, I wanted to be smart and I wanted to be practical. So I like, do you mind if I take videos of it and sleep on it? And at the same time, I just knew, I just knew it was my space. And so here's another thing I asked him. I said, John, as a single woman, am I going to feel safe here? Like, look, I'm from Baltimore. I lived in New York. Like I feel very street savvy, but am I going to feel safe here? And he says, First of all, I don't know how you're single. I said, thanks, John. I know. Um, but number two, he goes, look, you got me. I live down in this apartment. You got Mike that lives in number six. You got this guy that lives over there. That guy's an ex-bodybuilder. Uh, like, we got you. And here's the crazy thing, you guys. My fear was that I wouldn't have community. And here is John saying, look, we've got community here. You are safe here. We got your back. If you need us, knock on our door. And then there's a cute little table and chairs and a, a little barbecue grill set up. He's like, yeah, hang out there. Like sometimes we'll go have drinks there and, and we hang out. So my fear was that I was going to lack community. And little did John know that when he was telling me about all the people that lived here and what they did for work and so-and-so lives there and this person has that dog, that he was showing me that I was literally moving into a new community. And what's even crazier is that that one guy, Mike, that lives in number six, he used to work at Madison Square Garden in New York City. And so when I met him, we have a whole conversation about MSG, about Rockettes, about Radio City, about our dogs, and community was waiting for me. So when you ask and when you declare what it is that you need, it's gonna show up for you as long as you're super 
clear. And I remember writing to my friend Sagan. She's like, oh, I'll help you look for apartments. What do you need? I said, I need light. I need air. That is my number one. A dishwasher would be awesome. Close to the beach would be incredible. You guys, I am walking distance to the beach. I have been able to walk Murph every single day on this path that goes from Manhattan Beach to Hermosa down to Redondo. Like I am, I am up-leveling in crazy amazing ways. And that difference of what I needed for my rent, I remember telling my other friend saying, hey, you know what? I just really need to book like one six-month client and this will pay that little difference for you know the rent. I swear to you, within 48 hours, I booked that client. So your words are powerful. What you declare, what you own that you want to call in, it's not what you need. It's what you declare that you're worthy of. I was worthy of an incredible, bright, airy apartment with a dishwasher and an ice maker that had a ceiling fan that had space for my desk that was a couple blocks from the beach that was surrounded by restaurants and bars and grocery stores with a community that was already built in. I declared that I was ready for that. And would you believe it was available? And within a couple days, here we go. I was signing a lease. And within a couple days, I booked the movers and I moved. And while moving was very, very interesting because it had its ups and downs, anyone that's moved knows it's hard to put your life in boxes. It's, it's challenging to move through the transition of closing one chapter and starting a new one. You know, I had a friend say that moving your apartment is moving in general is tough because those walls of that apartment had seen you through so much. They saw me through grieving my marriage. They saw me blossom into this new version of me that I am post-divorce. Those walls saw a new relationship start and also fizzle and just completely crumble. Those walls saw me on the bathroom floor crying. Those walls saw me celebrating incredible wins. Those walls of that apartment really saw me through a really, really intense chapter, a metamorphosis chapter in my life. And me moving into this apartment was me becoming that butterfly. It was me stepping out, becoming the phoenix of leaving the fire of post-divorce and, and all of that emotional labor that I had to move through, the personal development, the hiring, the coaches, the stepping up in my business, the all the things going back to Rockettes. Because you guys, when I was still in my marriage, I, I, had, I had taken two years off of Rockettes. But the last couple of years, that apartment saw me through so much change. So leaving that apartment was emotional. It was a little stressful. And like, did I handle it great? Some days, some days, definitely not. I was crispy and cranky and crunchy. But let me tell you, leaning into my personal development, leaning into the faith, leaning into the spirituality and the trust in the universe has really, it's been a lesson. It's been an incredible opportunity for me. And if you didn't listen to that skydiving episode, go back and listen to the skydiving episode because that was, that was really that like transition from, I don't even know if I was talking about the breakup at that point. Um, but that was really that new fresh flip into, okay, this breakup was for me and how can I surrender? And look how quickly my life has been able to change. And so I say all of this because I want to remind you, A, you are the only person responsible for your reality. You can change everything and anything by changing your mindset. 
You can get the support that you need by asking for it. You deserve and are worthy of the dreams that you have on your heart, even when they seem impossible. And when I say that everything is happening for you, you guys, that breakup, I was not ready for it. It hurt. It stung. But holy shit, I am so grateful for it because my life is opening up in ways that I never, ever, ever could have imagined. My team is going into qualification. We're not going into, we are in qualification for the top level of my company. I have clients that are having incredible wins. I am going on dates. I am living my life at the beach. Like life has just exploded for me. And it's all because I was broken up with and my life got shaken up. So when you're in it, know it's all happening for you. Even if you can't see the silver lining, even if you can't see where this is going, trust, trust, trust. Number two, Declare what it is that you want. Put it on a vision board. Write it in your journal as if it is already happening. Do the affirmations that everything you are seeking is seeking you. Joy is your birthright. You are worthy of happiness. You are worthy of abundance. You are worthy of calling in everything that you want. So up-level your space, up-level your relationships, up-level your finances, up-level your living space, up-level all of it because you're worthy of it. And if it's on your heart, it's meant for you. If you have some crazy vision of you doing something that seems so wild and so expansive and so big, it's almost scary. Know that it's there for you. It's already happening for you. It's up to you to make the choices, to hire the coach, to make the changes, to invest in yourself, to make that become a reality. And you don't just make that thing become a reality by like forcing it to happen. You get to Allow that to become a reality by asking yourself, who do I need to become to make that a reality? Who do I get to be? Who do I get to become? Do you get to become more joyous? Do you get to become more grateful? Do you get to become more, you know, excited about life? Do you get to become that person that listens really well to your friends? Do you get to become that person that is the amazing dog mom or the amazing human mom? Who do you get to become? Do you get to become that person that really learns about her investments and about her money and hires a financial planner? You guys, I have an amazing financial planner. If you um, need some info, DM me. I'd be happy to send you over to Tony. He's been helping me the last couple of years. He's awesome. Who do you get to become? Who do you get to become so that you get to live the life that you're worthy of? We can talk the talk, but it's really about walking the walk. You can make the vision boards, you can do the journaling, but until you take action, it's not going to happen. So I hope that me showing up today and sharing this weird, wild story, I feel like I've been kind of talking all over the place. I hope it makes sense. I hope it resonates. I hope that it shows you that anything is possible for you. Back in 2014, I was getting, no, 2013, I was getting married. In 2015, 2016, I was miserable, you guys. 2016 was not that long ago. I was in debt. I was depressed. I was not feeling good in my body. I hated my body. I wasn't doing rockets. I was completely separated from my truth. I was separated from my soul. I was separated from my joy. I was separated from my friends. I was separated. I felt separate. And it's 2020, only four years. My life is dramatically different and I cannot wait to see where I'm going to be in another four years. So know that things happen quickly when you decide. And I dare you, I dare you to decide today. 
and then start to take action to get you where you are worthy of being. Ooh, make it an incredible day. I am just so thankful for you. If this resonated, take a screenshot, share it with your friends, leave a review, leave a rating, helps get the word out. And I'm so thankful for you. Have the best day ever. Thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Jo Harvey. Have a fabulous day, and I'll see you next time.